Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about magic shave and forget about clippers. We deserve better products that work better for us. So check out GetBevel.com today and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. That's GetBevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. You're going to love it. We know we do. And now we're going to get the show started. Kick, kick, kick it with you. Used to bees don't make no honey. So don't nobody care what you used to be. Why? (laughs) What the fuck do you be going through? (laughs) Like, seriously? (laughs) Hi. Used to bees don't make no honey. So don't nobody care what you used to be. All right. <laughs> so you just go keep taking yourself down. You okay? I'm D Woods, <laughs> and I am Sophia Petrillo. And this is the reason. Why are you D Woods? So I didn't expect for you to know this, but Candy had a play called A Mother's Love, based on her I know own. About a mother's love. Shit situation <laughs> with her mother and her. Right. Now, whatever. And D Woods was randomly in it, Juanita. And there's this song in there. I think it's called Used to Bees or something. But during the episodes, <laughs> during the episodes, a lot of times when they would talk about the play, they would cut to this scene. There was like a cold read or something. And D Woods is sitting at the table looking at the script and she just goes, Used to bees don't make no honey. So don't nobody care what you used to be. Is that one of the lines? <laughs> That's how the song goes. Oh, help us, Jesus. It's so funny every time. I love it. Okay, that's fun. Anyway. So you're D. Woods. I am Juanita. <laughs> and nobody wanted me back in the group. Okay. And the group is no more. So I guess and I didn't really miss And that's really the way it should have been. Should have died with the TV show. But anyway. So this is the read. It is. Welcome back to another week of us. You know, just wish me luck here. What do you mean? I don't know if I'm going to make it. So sure you are. I mean, I feel like the news has been shitty this week, but I feel like you're going to get through this show just fine. 
See, I'm being positive. I'm putting positive shit I'm out there. I'm 75% here. All right. Let's just say that. Oh, so you're lifted on out of the room. And in some Black of the excellence. Galaxy, that's what I thought. So for today's Black Excellence, I would like to acknowledge a woman by the name of Dr. Pray for me here. Wangara Matai. I'm so sorry, Kenya. I did the absolute best that I can. But this is um, a doctor. She was the first woman in East and Central Africa to gain a PhD in biology. Now, I've watched her. There's this movie called Taking Root. Mm -hmm. And it's about Dr. Matai. And she... She started an organization called Green Belt Movement or the Green Belt Movement in 1977. And it's basically uh, it was like a huge team of women in Africa that were planting trees. She's an environmentalist. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really interesting. It was just kind of like in an effort to reduce like soil erosion and like loss of water droughts and all of that okay and so she just teamed up with her girls and said well let's get to planting they've planted to date uh 30 million trees across wow um different countries in africa like ethiopia zimbabwe tanzania kenya of course she was the first environmentalist to receive a nobel peace prize in 2004 i read that she was also the first african woman to receive a nobel peace prize I butchered her name, I feel like. Yeah, probably. But she's an awesome, <laughs> awesome example of black power, black love, black history. Mm-hmm. Being that it's February, I wanted to remind people that this is usually the month where we say, hey, look at us and how awesome we are and have yes. been forever. So I just wanted to do something interesting and just recognize a black woman who you know, changed the world and did something awesome. And I also really love a part of her story that I read, um, like one of her ex-husbands had an issue with her and wanted to divorce her because he said that she was too (laughs) strong-minded for a woman and couldn't be controlled. That sounds like my life goal. Like, that sounds like all I want to be. He was over it. (laughs) It sounds like my goals, seriously. It's just like all I want to do in life is be uncontrollable and have people be like, why can't we do anything with this bitch? to have my fucking food ready on time and she told me to go fuck myself. (laughs) This bitch got too much book learning. I can't do it. Anyway, I just feel like um, Dr. Matai is in... Excellent example of absolutely. love absolutely. and changing the world. I actually got a little emotional when I watched the um, documentary again because we're just so like. Just. What can you Great. Say? Just dope as hell. Just awesome, awesome people. And it just really sucks <laughs> that we can like live in an age where we're led to feel like we ain't shit or we're less than. It's like, like we. No, but we actually built this, so... All of mm-hmm. this way no, this is. this is all ours. So, so, I mean, you're welcome. Just, mm-hmm. you know, piss off. <laughs> so that's Black Excellence. Um, so it's time for... Bitch, you guessed it! <gasps> what? Um, this past week was... Why would you do... Oh, my God. The Grammys. I'm the Grammys start taking my fucking Sunday. headphones off. All right. Yeah, it was the Grammys this weekend. It was on Sunday. Did you watch? Watch <laughs> feels strong. 
So what did you see at the Grammys? You know what? I don't even really remember most of the shit that I watched at the Grammys. It was so fucking boring. I don't know why I watched. They used me. They used me again. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, Beyonce's going to be here. She's going to do something. So, hey, girl. Sunday. And I was like, well, Beyonce's going to be there. So, girl, I guess. You know, so. So, I'm here. Right. There and I wasn't is. even I wasn't even looking at the performance part of it. I was focused on the Grammys, specifically the album of the year. I wanted to see Beyonce win that award. And so before we even get there. Okay. All right. Let's just skim. Like, let me just mention the things that I actually did enjoy. All right. Yes. Positivity. Uh, let's start on, uh, let's start on a positive note. Um, Indiari had her hand smacked by Lady Gaga's manager. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was That's funny. funny. Um, Iggy Azalea won nothing. That is hilarious. That was pretty. That was the only reason I was able to sleep toasty. well on Sunday. Um, I really loved Sia's performance, but I really love Sia's visuals. I think that I'm probably one of the few people that just really, I think, get it and find it entertaining. I don't really know why she hides her face all the time. We all know what she looks like. I mean, I know what she, whatever. I just love her visuals. I love that Kristen Wiig performed, um, for her I thought that it was dope and I think Maddie Ziegler is a fucking beast um I enjoyed Rihanna's performance and made me actually purchase her song yes I did too and I previously did not care for the song but Rihanna's voice live sounded so good that I was like really impressed by the performance itself no she sounded much better than I could ever did her she has been working and the people on Twitter told me that she's been working with Whitney's previous vocal coach which just seems to me that if it is true then it was a very smart idea because I just feel like Rihanna sounds better than she ever has before so kudos to her you bought the song on iTunes yeah I did I I kind of felt like it would eventually grow on me because it sounds like it's about um it sounds like it's just about having enough at your 95 and just being like, I wish that this white bitch would say anything about, like, anything I don't want to hear in the break room, like, because I will smack the absolute dog shit out of her mm-hmm. and fuck my manager. It really just sounds like a bitch, like, at his or her wit's end yeah, and just ready to fight anyone. And that entertains me. <laughs> okay. It just sounds like it's about fighting. Did which you I have like. any other moments from the Grammys that you thought were good or things you liked? Um, did anybody fall? Mm, no, I liked Katy Perry's dress because it looked like Solange's wedding dress. So I guess that's a nice thing to say. And oh, well, I mean, as far as clothes are concerned, I thought Taylor Swift looked very nice. And. Kanye West is apparently working with Taylor Swift on some kind of musical collaboration. Bitch, I heard that too. Now listen, I understand y'all made up and it's all good and forget the VMAs. That's great. Like, I'm all for moving forward. But what the fuck are Kanye and Taylor Swift going to do together in the studio, my nigga? Like, this is about to be... So if Kanye West just did a song with Paul McCartney, it's not that I don't see it. Mm -hmm. It just feels like you're doing it to do it. Like, look at us. We friends and shit now. Oh, my goodness. Look, white people, you ain't got to be mad at me no more. <laughs> okay. I, don't. I don't. But it like could Kanye. be good. If Kanye does, like, if Kanye does, like, a kind of a stripped back acoustic, like, a bound two or something, but not like the same song, mm-hmm. but kind of like a jazzy rap over it, have her sing a hook. Look. 
Taylor Swift, okay. as demonic as I believe that she is, produces good records. I can't see Taylor Swift with a rapper on her fucking song. Like a real one. Why not? She want to be one. What? Exactly that. I can see her with her breakdown, middle school white girl rap, and this sick beat and all that shit. I cannot see her with no rapper. I don't, if anything, I think Kanye will like produce the record, maybe, or something like that. But I don't think he'll actually be on it. That sounds crazy. I think that there's a chance that it could actually sound good. I just don't want to hear. Like, I don't well, care. Well, I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But I'm thinking about the I'm likelihood of this it. shit. I just don't. I'll keep it. But. I will say that I have been a lot kinder towards Taylor Swift than you have. So I feel like this is maybe the thing that's going to get you into. There ain't going to be shit that gets me into I feel anything like you're that starts on with your Taylor way. and no, no, no. ends with Swift. The bitch can make <laughs> a like good song. I feel like you're on your way. I'm not on my way to anywhere but the fucking house after this shit is over. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. You don't think that you're on your way to becoming like a Taylor no. Swift. Not even a fan. No. But, ju- <laughs> but just maybe not Never. hating. Okay. All right, I tried. Tolerating her? Yes, yes. As in not feeling nauseous when I see her on a TV? Feeling neutral when you see her on a TV. You don't even have to have positive feelings, but I feel like... I almost always, at the very least, feel like, ugh, when I see her. I know, but I think you're getting towards neutrality. I'm proud of you. I know you don't, but this record might be the thing. There's something wrong with her. Okay. I mean, shit, I'm not finna argue with you about that. I just don't think that she's that bad of a person, like... Maybe a little bit shady or whatever. I don't know about that shit with Katy Perry. It just seems like some white girl drama. But I feel like overall, Taylor Swift cannot be that bad, right? I feel but like Taylor Swift I said that has same. conversations in her closet with people that aren't there. And they tell her... <laughs> okay, all right. So we can just... whatever. just smile real hard all the time. Okay, yeah, they do. Um, Does she communicate with spirits from, like, hell like what are you even talking about right now whatever poltergeists do stop asking listen i just don't trust her and that's all i'm saying so let's get to the bad part of the grammys then everything else literally i felt like it was just first of all why is ll cool j still hosting this show it's no shade ll cool j is legend and ll cool j has all of my respect yeah 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 but it's just like boring it's like getting your uncle to come and he's like trying to be cool and hang out and relate to the young people it's just like he's just always like yo look how crazy this is (laughs) one night a year people like sam smith can be sitting next to young jeezy like girl so like who even gives a shit what are you even talking about all walks of life folk music rap that they're never going to present <laughs> rock like it's just okay whatever right. he's just is doing a lot i think for the sake of the hosting gig thing is i'm grown now so i know that the grammys aren't this like it's not like mount olympus where all of the gods come together and they you know drink the finest ale and celebrate you know crown achievements and give out like it's not that right it's a whole bunch of like People in the music industry bubble in and then they put, you know, send it in, put it in a computer and account some shit. And the rest of it is just how can we keep the ratings up and stay paid? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Fine. I didn't get my hopes up too high when it came to the awards that Beyonce was. I really didn't even know what she was nominated for besides um, Album of the Year. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it was the one award that I said, well, they have to give her this. Right. Wow. It just seemed. But even then, I said, you know, the Grammys like to play games. 
um, most of these award shows today like to play games. Mm-hmm. So let me not be too invested in it. So they gave her award to Beck. Um, <laughs> I was already kind of shocked when the show started and I realized that Beck was nominated for all of these awards because I was like, nigga, Beck. I didn't even know that Beck was back. I you know, I had Beck's no... Name since like 99, since two turntables and a microphone. Whenever that shit came out was the last time I heard Beck's name being said. Now, I'm like a fan of Beck's music, so it's not like I don't fuck with him at all. I think the last song that I remember buying from Beck was Time Bomb. That was 2007, all right. according to my iTunes. Okay. So, I know who he is. I like his music. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that he had an album out. I listened to it. So, they gave Beyonce's award to Beck. <laughs> okay. And that's, you know, whatever. Like, fucking fine. Because at the end of the day, Beck thought Beyonce was about to win that award. We all (laughs) thought Beyonce was about to win that motherfucking award because Beyonce should have won that award. Besides the fact that I think sonically we're talking about a better album. Like I like the music itself I feel like is better than Beck's album. Not to say that Beck's album's bad because I like his new album too after I listen to it. But it's kind of just like folk. Like it's kind of like an acoustic rock. He gave me hipster folk acoustic vibes but he's done all kinds of sounds like and i know i mean i I respect him as a musician i know he's very talented and he plays all these different um instruments or whatever i just felt like nobody could top the impact and the overall like the the importance of beyonce and the self-titled album i just felt like it clearly eclipsed everything else in the category that's what i'm saying even if you take the music aside even if they like sounded extremely similar mm-hmm. or even like you're talking about two like the Beyonce album was like a statement like she put it out we didn't know anything about it mm-hmm. we didn't know that it was coming we didn't know what it was going to sound like we right. knew nothing nothing mm-hmm. at all and she put out not only an album but an album complete with visuals for every single song on mm-hmm. it just out of nowhere just here you go it's on iTunes buy it if you want if you don't whatever like and I'll be having my vegan cupcakes and enjoying my vacation like this bitch she fucked us up and the numbers slayed immediately like it was a st- like she she it wasn't just an album like she fucked everything up she set a mark like now look at all these girls who are out here just trying to drop little albums on you like mm-hmm. hey, hey girl my iTunes all that. like you know what I'm saying I feel like Besides the music, which was great, every aspect of that album, I don't see any other album that really made a statement or had an impact. Not any that came out, not any that were nominated in, uh, against her. And there were nominees for Album of the Year this year that were great albums. I just think Beyonce should have won. She didn't fucking whatever. Absolutely. Fucking whatever she still got her three other fucking grammys and now mm-hmm. she's got 217 and it is what it fucking is <laughs> okay so kiss taint how about that i feel like that jay-z and beyonce and blue ivy got in the limo after that show and they all poured something into a grammy and just sipped from it like we're not even pressed about the fact that she should have i feel like everybody else in her heart 
she knows she knows it, and that's why her, her face that's why her face was lit up like that when Kanye's ass was going up on stage she was like oh no Kanye but her face was like do it give her shit like she was like no Kanye no Kanye and Kanye then she don't. died laughing <laughs> no one looked as concerned as Jay-Z did Jay-Z though. looked like he was about to stroke the fuck out he was like this nigga he was again. like if I have to explain this nigga shenanigans oh, to white people one more fucking God. time he looked sick he looked sick. And Tata was just like, do it, nigga. Do it. Do it. Everybody was like, no one disagreed. And she was like, he's doing it. He's doing it. Like, everybody's, it was just like, let Kanye. I mean, Even right. I was like, yes, perched right next to your Kardashian. You fly right over there to that <laughs> microphone. You tell these motherfuckers what it is. Because how did, and he wasn't joking. That was right. the funny thing about it. Like, he let it go, but it looked like Kanye let it go because he was literally like, you know what, well, I'm not about to go through another five years of this mm-hmm. bullshit. It it didn't even look like he it was a joke. He probably caught eyes with Taylor in the audience. She was just like, no, no. Yeah, he probably got it. It was like, it was like a swift reminder. Yeah. <laughs> see what you did. It wasn't intentional. No sure? pun intended okay. at all. Sure it wasn't. It was a reminder that was just like, <laughs> I'm not about to go. I'm not doing this But again. it looked like he really was about to be like, even Prince was like, girl. Mm-hmm. Prince was like, back. Girl. <laughs> It just seemed like I cannot believe that they did not give Beyonce that award. Prince was like, you bitches told me (laughs) that I was giving this shit to Beyonce. He looked mad that it wasn't going to be He did. And he was like, well, even if they do fuck that up, I'm still come out here and do my shit about (laughs) Black Lives Matter just like albums and books do. Like, I feel like Prince is at such a level of celebrity and like legendary artist that he can get up on stage at the Grammys and say whatever the fuck he wants to and there's nothing anybody's gonna do about it except deal with it and be mad that's gotta be a great like place to be in your life and it's and he is just fuckless he's just saying this shit like I know you bitches are mad I know white people are tweeting angry things right fucking now bitch and, and I don't care was up there dressed like an orange Fanta yes wanna wanna don't you wanna <laughs> you so stupid and I'm just just exuding nothing but rich aunts. Mm-hmm. You know, like the aunts who like married rich or like got like a like paid attention in school mm-hmm. and got a doctorate and like is paid, and all her sisters hate her. He just <laughs> yes, actually. First I just of feel all. like Prince is the best. But he he looked like he had been backstage for the entire show, like. I've been coming to the Grammys for what 25 30 years and this is the shit that they giving up like these are the people who are getting this shit now right. like this is the shit that y'all are awarding this is music like he just looked fed up and disgusted with the whole damn program so he's like let me just go out here and keep it real real quick give my bitch Beyonce her shit and go home and so then the look on his face everybody was shocked. Every was everyone was dumbfounded. Everybody thought Beyonce was a shoe in for that award. But if I you actually like, play it back again and like listen very closely, you can hear in the background <laughs> Blue Ivy goes, What? Like she was like <laughs> Like you can hear from backstage. She was pissed. I thought you was about to be serious. <laughs> no, so I just like I was I was livid, but I just whatever. It's people know what it is yeah. it is what it is whatever i'm over i mean i was over it 
almost immediately. But I just felt even like when Kanye said he should have given that shit. Well, see, and then Kanye. That's the thing. Like during the show, it seemed like it was just going to be like a funny joke. Oh, haha, Kanye almost Kanye'd. But then afterwards, <laughs> during the E interview, he was like, he meant it. So let me get back to being super serious about Beyonce and this award that she should have won. And Beck needs to respect. This is why we're I, tired of it. Like he was like talking about how Beck needs to respect artistry and all that. I see what Kanye is saying but he used the wrong words to convey it like I feel like if he would have said you know Beck should well asking somebody else to give up their award in the first place is fucking crazy because the thing about it is no matter how you feel about it that man won and it's I think it's ridiculous to expect him to to give away his moment or give away his award like I just think that is preposterous but if you were going to say that to him then at least say you know I feel like you should respect the impact of this album and how fucking huge it was and how it's changed the industry and all this not respect artistry because Beck is artistry in his own right fucking lie if the role if I were Beck if I had been back in that situation I would have gone up there and I would have been like I would like to thank Beyonce <laughs> for creating the album of the fucking year. And I would gone, my whole speech would have been standing for that fucking album. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would have kept my fucking award. I'd be like, you know what? I respect what you did for music. <laughs> and like your album literally is album of the year to me. I don't know what's going on. I'm just happy to be here, girl. But you know, like I would have yes. acknowledged it because it was a fuck like come I on. I would have acknowledged her in my entire speech. I mean, I was would have kept my Grammy. Oh, made, I'm going home with mine. Bitch, I'm taking my Cuz at the end of the day they voted for me, girl. Right? Like, like I'm so sorry you didn't win, Queen. I don't get it's it. It's a Grammy, but, like, but it's this mine. This shit is mine, girl. You got 20. You like, have 20. You will be just And fine. your husband got like, what, another 22, 23? Bitch, get the fuck out. Both Y'all of them won. They both got one for drunken love. So it's just like, all right, girl. All right. I would have just given her a giving hearty tribute. Grammy. And been like... <laughs> Well, thanks, Academy, and y'all have a great night. And I would have walked my ass to that press carpet and taken my goddamn picture. That's really I'm it. I'm not giving nobody nothing. That's really it. I'm not giving away a goddamn thing. Them white people wrote my name down on that ballot. That shit is mine. I'd have been like, Beyonce, I feel disrespected for you. Yes, girl. I Bye. don't know why I'm up here. <laughs> but, girl, this belongs to me. Okay, see you next time. Like, I don't know why I'm up here, sis, but... But fuck back. That shit should have been... I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was so mad. Yeah. I mean, you think you Kanye. I mean, I, we were all mad. And I feel like every time a song from the album comes up on my iTunes, I'm just like, it's too fresh. I can't. I can't listen to self-title right now because it just... Every... It makes me think of how she was just so completely robbed. Like... It's just, Whatever. Every year. It's every year, though. Someone at every fucking year. Kendrick Lamar, Jesus, anybody that we just all love. They just can't, you know, whatever. Um, So, oh. So let's talk about Legacy. I was now, say, now, you know, we have to. Okay. So the girls were apparently. All right. So. Fuck. Be nice. Listen, because I don't have an issue here with either one of these women. Be nice. The show was closed out by Beyonce, John Legend, and Common. John Legend and Common did Glory from the Selma soundtrack, which they were nominated for, I believe. 
I think they were also nominated. Like they did they win the Golden Globe for it? Uh, I think they won like Best Original Song. Or something. I don't remember. I think I don't whatever. Remember. They've been winning like a whole bunch of shit. I'm so happy for them. They've been all over the place for this film. Um, and I like the song. I love the song. Um. So Beyonce sang uh, "Precious Lord," "Take mm-hmm. My Hand," yes, by Mahalia Jackson. Um, come on, Mahalia. The mo- in the film Selma, Lettucey portrays Mahalia Jackson right. and sings that song. So, from what I've read, uh, Beyonce approached John Legend, uh, Common Them, and asked if she could sing that song and she wanted to bring I think it was like eight different men like she had these different men with different stories like racial profiling stories issues with the police what have you mm-hmm. and she did like this little mini documentary she sang the song I think most black people who have grown up in a church in this country just kind of know that song yeah. and you know have a story but you know whatever so <laughs> She sang that record. A lot of people then took to the internet to express their anger, their frustrations. Their pissedness, their pressness. They felt like Lettucey should have been the one up there to sing the record. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Gonna get real. Just gonna be 100% real about it. Do it. (laughs) Where the fuck have all of y'all been this is my issue because and i can say this because everybody knows that i'm a beyonce fan but i'm also also a huge lettucey fan Mm -hmm. i bought the truth i bought the intent motherfucking truth y'all don't know nothing about them two albums do you i bet you don't know that she's on tour i bet you don't know that selma's not the only fucking movie she's done i bet you ain't never heard pieces of me bitch unless maybe you was driving to work and the shit came on hot 105 or something like stop what this Mm -hmm. is the thing if Beyonce asked to sing that record, no one asked Lettucey. No one asked Lettucey to sing that record. No one said anything about Lettucey singing that shit at the NAACP Awards. No one asked Lettucey to participate and sing that motherfucker at the Golden Globes. I haven't heard Lettucey sing that shit live anywhere. Maybe and she'll any, sing it at the Grand. Or Grammys, I'm sure now Oscars. she'll be asked to sing the shit at the fucking Oscars. Absolutely. But as a Lettucey fan, I have seen time after time after time this woman has been underrated and not been acknowledged for the mother yet again it happens with the motherfucking Grammys wasn't nobody gonna put Lettucey to sing last at the fucking Grammys to close out the show because y'all wouldn't have motherfucking watched it you wanted to watch Beyonce even I tweeted I'm just sitting here to watch the song uh, watch Beyonce sing this song that Lettucey should have sang because frankly I think that the song would have really been more impactful to the audience mm-hmm. and probably the people at home had Lettucey sang it because listen Listen, that woman. No, she goes the fuck in. Like I love Beyonce's version. I prefer Lettucey's, but I feel like Beyonce. I loved what she like. Did. I did not think it was bad at all. I just felt like y'all was mad that it wasn't Lettucey's voice, and that's fine. You can be mad all you want to, but the cold hard truth about it is that nobody asked Lettucey to sing it. No one 
asked her to sing it. And Lexi has several albums out. Each one of them I have purchased because I actually like her music. And I feel like it's bitch made and it's pathetic to try and blame Beyonce. If Beyonce hadn't approached them in the first place and said, I want to sing this song and I want to do something special with it or whatever and create a little moment. If Beyonce had just gone to the motherfucking show and let Common and John Legend sing Glory by their goddamn self up there, no one would have said, hey, why isn't Lettucey singing this amazing song that she slayed for this soundtrack? Because no one has said anything about it all right. of these other motherfucking times. Right. No one has said anything about, hey, why hasn't Lettucey won this fucking award? Hey, why isn't Lettucey... Like, the last time y'all I've seen y'all talk about Lettucey slaying something was when BT made y'all watch That's her it. sing for women mm-hmm. with um, Jill Scott, Kelly Price, and Marsha Ambrosia and Ashley whatever you fuck. And she murked that. Mm-hmm. Even now... Beyonce maybe could have been like, hey, girl, do you want to come up here and sing this record with me? Or, hey, why don't y'all have sing have Lettucey sing this or whatever? That's not Beyonce's motherfucking job. Beyonce wanted to sing the fucking record. Nobody else was. And so she did it. Why bash? I just feel like the, the real thing is here is that it's just another... It's another excuse to belittle Beyonce Mm -hmm. to me. Why bash either one of these women? Because then you have Beyonce fans who are like, don't nobody know who the fuck Lettucey is? Don't nobody care about Lettucey? Don't nobody like, why? Instead of celebrating both of these beautiful black women who have amazing voices, who have great gifts, who are both talented, why don't you say, hey girl, Beyonce did that? Did you listen to Lettucey's version? Because she fucking killed it. Hey, did you know that Lettucey sang that and she she played Mahalia Jackson in that movie have you ever heard Mahalia Jackson's version (laughs) why not just celebrate the fucking song and like acknowledge like why does it have to be something fucking petty because the cold hard fact is ain't nobody asked Lettucey to sing that motherfucking song Mm -hmm. and the reason nobody asked Lettucey to sing that song is because none of y'all pay any goddamn attention to her you don't support her motherfucking voice you just would rather be paying attention to all of these other famous bitches out here and all their goddamn business and making the jokes and throwing the shade and all of that's well and good but don't sit up here and try and act like you're defending someone who's been singing her motherfucking ass off for years and you didn't know nothing a fucking about it what are you like well, what are you talking about Lettucey is not the only underrated artist either like why don't you just support great artists why don't you like you have people like India Sean Jarrell mm-hmm. Perry like young artists right now who have full length albums out that are fucking amazing i've talked about laura mavula on this show before like beautiful fucking voice amazing visuals and y'all don't know shit about them or you just are you doing you just don't fucking care you rather be like flop nobody knows who that is but if they sing a song and beyonce happens to perform it and they weren't asked fuck beyonce you stole that person's moment no bitch you never allowed that bitch to have a moment because they've been out here working their asses off for the, the longest time but you would rather fucking listen to Trey Songs and August Alcina singing about slapping your girlfriend in the face with their dick. Girl, bye. Shut the fuck up. No one stealed anybody's motherfucking moment. If it wasn't for Beyonce, yes. it wouldn't have been a fucking moment to begin with. So why don't you use this moment mm-hmm. to celebrate Beyonce, celebrate Lettucey, say, hey girl, she's got an album out called Pieces of Me. She's got an album out called her latest album, The Intimate Truth, is actually like a re-release of The Truth. It's acoustic. She sounds fucking fantastic. She's on tour right now. Let's all buy tickets and go support a wonderful black voice. No, you don't want to do that. You just want to be messy and say, why 
Beyonce sucks because just Beyonce just ain't shit and all she knows how to do is steal. Fuck that. Support great artistry. Why don't you do that instead? The fucking Grammys don't give a fuck about Lettucey. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about Beyonce. That gave her goddamn award they to don't. back. The Grammys give a fuck about ratings. Who do you think is bigger for ratings? Beyonce or Lettucey? Please. Them white people didn't even have a decision. They me. don't give a fuck about Mahalia Jackson. Nope. Glory. Nope. A precious Lord. Nope. Hands being taken. They don't care about none of that. They care about you staying tuned, bitch, because mm-hmm. they want that fucking money. And that's what you did. And instead of recognizing that, you would much rather bash two talented black women that don't aren't even bothering each other. Like, girl, goodbye. I mean, was that your read this week? Because damn. It wasn't. I've got another one. But okay. I mean, that shit was so whack to me. Like, I think it's because I love Blood to See so much. And it's like, girl, I've watched this woman slay stage after stage and put album after album out. And it's not to say that nobody fucking lists. She has loads of fans. Yeah. But she's severely underrated. She is. It's like somebody complaining about Janelle Monet not having a moment. Like, oh, don't, don't get me started. Like, I like Lizzie, but honestly, if she's not on a BET awards show, then I usually don't seek her out. Like, if I want to hear some, oh, I know this bitch is about to go in music, then I know I can turn her on and hear her voice. But don't talk to me about Janelle Monet. Like, now that is one that I know up and down, back and forth. And I will sit up here and argue with you about her. Like, why is she not? Why are y'all not supporting? Don't, mm -mm, mm mm-mm, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. Anyway, I just need to get that off my chest. I think that Beyonce was robbed. I liked her version of the song. Mm-hmm. But I do think that had Lettucey sang it, I would have cried. I feel like probably like the whole entire venue would have probably been in tears. She's just got a per like whatever. She I has love one of both. Those voices, she's got yeah. one of those voices. She does, and that's just what it is. What it is. Hey, buy an album. So, <laughs> are the Grammys the only thing? But we've been talking about the Grammys for like. Half an I mean, hour, unless you so. want to talk about Iggy Azalea and Papa John's. Bitch, yes. Let's talk about Iggy Azalea and Papa John's. <laughs> You're Can so petty. Pre- no, because that's going to be my read this week. Is it? Well, then let's just save it. So let's take a break and then come back. All right. Hey, guys, if you have a boo and you have not bought them anything for Valentine's Day yet, it is officially last minute and you are slipping. I cannot believe you are this late. Hurry up and go to berries.com and type in code the read. They have giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99 and you get a 40% savings by using that code the read. That's T-H-E space R-E-A-D. Listen, if your girl told you she didn't want anything for Valentine's Day, what you know for certain is that she's going to want at least a little bit of something and Everybody loves fruit. You can get all different kinds of stuff dipped in white milk and dark chocolatey goodness. And it can be topped with all kinds of stuff like chocolate chips, swizzle and nuts. And again, you get 40% off with code the read. These are great, like giant, fresh, juicy berries. So again, head on over to Sherry's Berries. They're giving you guys a great Valentine's Day special. You do not have a lot of time. So hurry up. They even deliver on Saturday. So get over to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone and type in code the read order today and have a great valentine's day and let's get back to the show so we're back and i'm extremely excited to say that we have a guest on the show this week friend of the show i feel like yes wonderful artist beautiful voice totally gets me it's a stale hey how you doing Uh, how are you i'm good these two are best friends no i say that because like you've listened to the read before i have i have and i've always thought that that was so cool still like 
was one of the first celebrities (laughs) that was like, oh, hey, I see what you're doing over there and it's kind of funny. Yeah. So that's (laughs) really dope. I appreciate that. And also last year um, for Mm Comic-Con, I came out there real quickly and she gave me her pass because she was about to go. And (laughs) she allowed me to run around there and go be a nerd. So I appreciate that as well. So you're the reason he has that samurai sword. Okay. Yeah. It was funny though, wasn't it? I bought so much shit. Listen, I'm trying to tell her. You still have that fucking sword. Can you tell her Comic-Con is fun? It is. It's it's, it's an experience. People go so far. You think it's like, uh, think of it like Halloween, but really well done I told you that's it's exactly what he said incredible yeah, I'm glad. anyway well, okay. we'll get to that yeah. in oh a moment God. Estelle's here we're gonna yeah. talk about um, true romance yeah February 17th oh my goodness yeah so this is your fourth mm-hmm. album I pretty mm-hmm. much do this for a living now <laughs> <laughs> this is the job this is my job <laughs> so from what I gather for this album because I'm just a bit of a bad bitch and I get things like that oh. it seems as though true romance true romance seems to encompass like mm. the ups and downs of a relationship you know from the explosive <laughs> moments of passion oh. to just <laughs> the utter this shit this explanation and just like sticking it out because that's what true rem- true romance is. Well, uh, something like that, yes. Absolutely. Hey, look, something I was close. Like you got it. it. You know, this is like the in between album for me. I call it the in between in the space of this. The last time people saw me, I was singing thank you and I was peed. I was, I was pissed off. No, you can say whatever you want. Right, yeah. I was in my moments and I was cussing out a guy like boy I found this American boy and he was full of shit so Mm -hmm. well thank you and I'm out you know Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go write an album that felt like yeah I'm happy and I'm married because I'm still single (laughs) um, I'm not there yet you know I'm still figuring stuff out about myself I get to live in spurts as an artist you know we're always engaged in something so I didn't want to be like I want to lie I'm not good at singing lies I'm not good at being out here like you know this is how I feel today and I'm gonna entertain and perform I just I lose patience with it halfway through so Mm -hmm. I was like let me write something that is real and it's just in between I'm I went and had some great sex. I <laughs> figured out some <laughs> things that were wrong with me and some things my parents had told me that don't quite fit where I'm at right now. And mm-hmm. you know, and I just did the work and I've been doing the work. So it's just yes, yeah, this is this is now. I just love how like nonchalant <laughs> and just very honest you don't like sugarcoat anything. Like you no. just sing and you say what is on your mind. You say what you yeah. mean and you're not necessarily always trying to find some pretty way you to know, say it. right, some flowery it way. Yeah. It's just like, you know, make my pussy say black. Yes. Okay. Right. Hey. <laughs> make it, make it, make it say. Right. That's right. how it feels. Um, I don't know. With that record, it makes you laugh because everyone was like, did you say pussy? I was like, oh God. It's one of my favorites personally and right. I just want to say, you know, I'm from Miami. Of you course know, it is. And it's just, that's one of those songs which just like absolutely what do you need Trina on the remix right listen I'm three steps away like if I ever get to Miami <laughs> she has to come out just I know she's Trina just, please come on out I love her for me my like my whole thing is this um, I could sugarcoat it or I could say exactly how I feel I feel like I have enough baby sweetheart darling records mm-hmm. I have enough really emotional very smart mm-hmm. records and that's not everyone's always emotionally smart and intelligent and I'm not always that way and sex to me isn't to be done in a way where it's really gentle and smooth and nice and you know and if you're singing a song about sex 
Does 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 baby hold me tight or does, <laughs> or does make a make a say or make my pussy say hit the mark? You know right. which one? Which part are we going for? Like right. I just be sometimes you need to be visceral, and I think humans are sometimes extremely vis, you know d- aggressive, and then sometimes we're smooth and we're we got metaphors and I, uh, yeah, yeah. I love it. I, you know I like it too. Thank I'm you. about it. It's really honest. So mm-hmm. I read somewhere that you. You were out of a relationship sometime not too long ago. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> listen, I'm not like I'm not trying to be all up in your business when we do all no. of that. But um it seems as though like a lot of the mm. the new music was inspired by that. We had Jasmine Sullivan here not too long ago. Right, she right, had like yeah. a similar story. And so I I mean it's clear that relationships can be inspiring right. for your material. Do you feel like heartbreak is more inspiring or is like puppy love or both for me it's more the uh the what's the word i would say for me it feels like more my aspiration in love is more inspiring for me to write about like what i want it to be versus what it has been thank Uh you was like a one record on all of me that while the record dealt with a relationship falling down mm-hmm. that record was just a one aggressive like you're an asshole fuck you about you know you're right. <laughs> but this record I took the, the position of I want this is what I want my relationships to be like this is mm-hmm. what I want to walk into this is the man and the type of person I want to be when I walk into these moments and I wrote a thousand songs to everyone I <laughs> mean a thousand ten songs to everyone we put on the album mm-hmm. you know so wow. it was like picking the best out of like a hundred yeah. or mm-hmm. hundred and something records that made that point in each space in each you know in each category you know all the themes and stuff so it, it's, it's it's for me it's aspiration it's like well I didn't. I couldn't write about it anymore. I couldn't sing thank you anymore. I couldn't be in that space anymore. Where do I want to be? Right. I want to be with all that matters. I want to be. Make. I want some great sex. Make. Make a say. Where. Um. You know. Something good. I feel good. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in these spaces. So let me write about that. What mm-hmm. are some of the the different themes that you're going to explore here specifically? <laughs> like I already talked about yeah. how much I love, you know, make her say I love something good. Thank you. But the same was the record <laughs> that got yeah. me together. Thank you. This mm. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you listened to do or read you, it, but it was just like... Do you need to talk about it? Listen, I just pe- felt personally read. I okay. felt like I was being addressed. Okay. Wow. Um, maybe wow. not for, you know, the current, because, you know, mind y'all's business. Oh. But at the same time... <laughs> All right, it was I see just where this a, is. Okay. No, I so, see exactly where this is going. What are some of the, like, the different things that you think like uh-huh. are, are scenarios that really yeah. stand out for you on this one? Uh, the same... The same was written about just getting the clarity <laughs> that I was probably half to blame for sticking around in that last relationship while I was going through my like, I'm good, I'm out, I'm out. Oh, fuck, I remember why I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. And I probably aided in the bed that, ugh, you know? <laughs> and I literally sat in the studio and was like, this shit felt like, what did it feel like? It felt like I was going around in the same, doing the same thing in a circle. I wanted to be like the circle, the circle. Mm-hmm. I was like, that don't make no sense. The same, the same, the same, the same. And that's, you know, and I wrote mm-hmm. like that. But it was literally that everyone was like, oh, you know, he's perfect for you. Y'all. And I was like, yeah, I just don't like him though. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, couldn't, I wasn't brave enough to say it. And I wasn't brave enough to be like that when I should have done it. I let it rock for a while. Yeah. And it was just trying to change things, trying to make, you know, and doing it all wrong and messing myself up along the way. Just, 
shooting myself on the foot left right and center and so that song was like a brain fart in the period in the middle of me recording all the other songs talking about where i wanted to be and how you know i was just like oh damn it i figured it out <laughs> shit <laughs> you know it was me oops uh you know and so that was what that was i feel like you can't when you leave one situation you still kind of carry some of it with you unless you figure out exactly what it is that went wrong or you know or learn from it or get that test that god will keep putting you through done mm-hmm. yeah. you know so it's that whole i think i passed the test now figured it out every time i feel like i'm in that space I'm quick to run out of it. Like, oh no, we're not doing this again. We're not repeating. We're not. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. You, know. you know, some sometimes you just gotta so. find that strength. And when I get it, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, it goes totally there. I'm sorry. I'm but anyway, that. do you have a favorite uh, a record on the album? All that matters. All that matters. Yeah, it's the last one. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a piano love song. It's mm-hmm. one of the first ones I wrote, and that was my whole. What do I want to be? when i'm with him or what do i want to be when i'm in it and that's what i want it to feel like you know right like you have to start putting things in the air when you're that pissed off with life you start being like well what do i actually want it to look like in real life you know you start Mm -hmm. reading in that space and that's what i had to do to like not write a thousand more thank yous right like i'm gonna go over here and write about the nice things and that song is about no matter what through everything and through all the love and i is inspired a little bit by my mom my dad they, you know, they were together when I was like, till I was three, broke up for 20 years, got back together and then got married 10 years later. That's a very <laughs> so, interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it kind of, when I was off a of marriage and off of that stuff, it was like, well, anything's possible, you know? Yeah. Like, they can do it. Damn it. I'm all right. I'll get to it, you know, at some point. <laughs> Figure it out. It'll be all right, you know. No need to stress yourself out about it. Exactly. And, you know, they, it was later in life for them, so it wasn't like, I had to do it now. And it's like, all right, I'll be all right. Yeah. You know? What is um, your definition of a fuckboy? Because Jeez. on our show, we talk about fuckboys a lot. I'm it's aware. I'm for it. I'm for it. I can break yeah. it down. Um, somebody, I, I'm not very good with not smart men like guys who are uh just just not smart like who cannot hold conversations who do stupid shit and expect you to be cool with it because well the last girl they dated was cool with it it's just just (laughs) you know like the frustration i come with a lot i come with a certain amount my people around everyone who i associate with is a certain level yeah you know and i thank god for that because <laughs> I have no patience right. you know I can't do it so you know you get a lot of guys who you know they really believe their hype mm-hmm. and you know and to me that whole energy of like you should just do it because well everyone around me says I'm the shit <laughs> is, is like go deal with them fuckers then go deal right. with them I'm not the fucking one right and That's I, I, I see I'm telling there's so many for different forms right. of fuckboy mm. you don't have to just pay attention to all of them I think, I think it's really just like anybody who's trying to like get you to do some shit that he wouldn't do himself or he's just being like real or extra and disrespectful. Like, exactly. And, I, I don't know. In this day and age, with so much access to information, it's so it, it's confusing to me how people behave in the way they behave and especially to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot. Of, I get approached on, to me, I get approached on Instagram. I get people tweet me out yeah. of turn or say stupid shit. So, for instance, someone will tweet on Instagram, I'm going to put a baby in you. And I was like, slow the fuck down. 
<laughs> right. Get the fuck off my page. Right. That's really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Nothing about my page says you can say that to me. My tits ain't out. My backside ain't out. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of eyes. Shout out to you if that's your shit. But it's not mine. So, right. and 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 that was the lone quote. I think that's disrespectful to say to somebody who doesn't give that energy out. So he's like, I was just joking. I was like, hey, miss me. <laughs> I'll block you. So like, you don't, I don't play, play around. No, I'll go through my page and I curate. I, no. So you don't deal with the mess on social media or anything like that? You know, because I feel like some of them, sometimes it's for, you know, it's for the attention. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just disrespectful. And to me, I was raised a certain way. I'm a grown-ass lady. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Everybody's not here to bullshit around and and be ridiculous. That's what I love. So let's talk about... The Grammys, were you there? Did you watch them? What did you think? I was out in LA. I didn't go to the actual Grammys. Um, I make a point never to actually go unless I'm nominated or performing or something like that because mm-hmm. it's a waste of hair and makeup. So once, <laughs> so once you already yeah. have a Grammy, you're like, oh, fuck it. Well, no, I'll, I'll go when I feel like and it. And honestly, like, I went out and I went out there, literally, <laughs> something like that. No, 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 no. No, let me put it like this. I went out there the year before I won the Grammy last time. And I went the next year, and so I went out again this year because I'm putting out an album, and you know, to take advantage of all the press and from mm-hmm. the radio room, and you know, and really just be around and that the energy and the vibe of it. It's I think when you're this long in the industry, and you'll see it. A lot of artists don't go unless they're nominated, right. or unless they're doing something there. So I'm not for the uh, hey, <laughs> just just I'll, I'll, I've I'll, always I like sleep. felt like <laughs> that my would sleep. be my thing mm. i don't know i'm just not a fan of all of those lights in my damn eyes and shit Some, it's sometimes it's no fun reason. sometimes it's fun maybe i think it would be fun if you were nominated yeah yeah it sure seems like if you're yeah. not then to go through like, all girl, that hair what? and makeup i and totally red. get it now. it's a long long ass day and don't be don't 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 be fooled it starts at like 12 in the afternoon doesn't end till 12 at night you start getting ready at like 11 10 oh, like right. it's real oh, that no. day is long yeah, yeah. what did you think of your ass. american boy and his rant after I, the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I say this. Yeezy is passionate. He is a passionate motherfucker. He's just, that's him. That's his opinion. I, I, I don't disagree I with no, most no, of it. So. I don't, right. And I, but my thing is, I don't know Beck's music to really comment mm-hmm. about the comparisons. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know that. Yeezy's passionate we should expect that and take it for what it is for that moment you know yeah I think it was funny Jay's face when he went to almost go up yeah <laughs> I looked that I looked was hilarious the, I died I was like cause Jay-Z looked stressed the hell out he looked like what are you doing like, <laughs> like oh not again <laughs> not again Lord. he was like oh he's joking this is wonderful <laughs> I but wanted... you went to the parties and everything and had yeah. a good time and all that I had a ball was, it's fun like it's red wine and hanging out. So everyone at home knows that I'm a huge geek and yeah. I want, well, I have to talk to you about Steven <laughs> Universe. So He's giddy. I'm sorry. I just love it so much. <laughs> so Steven Universe yeah. is uh, a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Was it 2013? Um, 2013. First, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's by Rebecca Sugar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can explain to Crystal. <laughs> I don't know if I can explain over to you exactly how great it is. Yeah. But you voice a character named Garnett. Garnett is one of the crystal Two gems. gems. Yeah. And they're just like this, I don't know, it just reminds me of like Sailor Moon. Maybe that's why I love it so much. Right. It just stars these 
powerful like women and this yeah. boy with this and they take care of him and then they they defeat things in space <laughs> or planet earth that wanna I just good. love it so yeah. do you like are you a cartoon right fan I am by proxy of I have loads of brothers and sisters and grew up like down in my mid 20s mm-hmm. just cartoonville you know every time I was home it was like oh my goodness like alright well son I guess you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're watching this week um, but it, yeah but when she told me about even doing the cartoon when she was like you know I went to audition for it and she started breaking down how I made it freaked me out because I was like oh okay she didn't seem the type that even knew anything about me like that mm-hmm. and then she was like well I based on it on the character you or the, the video you did for Freak and I was oh, like what? Okay. <laughs> You know, she was like, no, you so know. So she was a fan. She was a fan. Yeah. But that record in particular, and I remember making the video for that and everyone was looking at me crazy. Like, you're going to paint your face in black and have pink lipstick? What? You know, and I was like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a space out of, you know. Yeah. Not one of my brain farts. It all put, <laughs> you know? comes together now yeah. that you right. say that. I can see it. And then the character's like very nurturing to the kid the other crystal gems and steven and she has your you know wonderful voice (laughs) thank you and it's just like it's just great and perfect and there just aren't very many cartoons i feel like that are on today that kids can watch that like make sense or that are entertaining or anything like that is um like I don't know if you wanted to do voice acting. Yeah, I did. You always did. I did. I think after a while, it's like you you hit a plateau with musical, and you're like, what can, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. I'm creative. This is what I do. What else can I do? And I was telling my people, I want a cartoon. I want to do a cartoon. Can you get me a cartoon? Is Steven <laughs> so. Universe going anywhere? I feel like it could be. <laughs> we have another a series. Game, a sh- they movie. have an app right now. I know that for sure. I'm sure there'll be games. I'm sure after like. 10 series or whatever though I have a movie or you know they'll build it it's such it's a, a huge one. show you I'm have gonna to, have like, to watch so it good. so tell everyone about yes. your foundation yes. all of me let's talk about yes. products let's talk about things to mm. promote girl stuff Guys. and things alright uh, <laughs> well I started my I started my All of Me foundation a few years ago um, because I'm a mentor child I was a mentor kid when I was teenager mm-hmm. as in like my mom there were nine of us I said and my mom was like I, I don't know what do you you want to be a lawyer? I don't. I don't know what that is. Go, yeah, go over there and learn from someone who knows. It's the best thing she could have done because a lady who mentored me looked like my mum has six kids of her own, but was a manager at HR in um the BBC. It's kind of like CNN, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And um, so she was, you know, she looked like my mum and gave me the example of like, well, I could do it, and anything, you know, like don't worry about the fact that you have many brothers and sisters. It's fine still turn up on time still look people in the eye still be confident still know how to present yourself and you know I feel like those tools are still as relevant today as they were when I was 17 you mm-hmm. know so you know as more as I'm going around and I'm doing shows and I'm talking and people come at my shows they was like how'd you become rich and famous I want to be like you <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly like not when it comes to these taxes though man listen <laughs> I'm sorry no it's so serious I'm like yeah, how much how much your percentage you, you know to give up of the year <laughs> it is when bitches start April's talking like coming. that <laughs> April's coming right but like it, you know so I was like man there's more to life than just rich and famous there's more go do that Instagram shit go be an Instagram model if that's what you want to be mm-hmm. you might be famous maybe not rich you know mm-hmm. like what else can, what else do you want to do with yourself and the more I started talking, the more it was like a feeling of helplessness. And I just felt like this is just as bad as when I was 17. You know, it's 
there's so much information out there and people don't feel like worthy of it almost so i started the foundation to specifically help at that transitional age gap age period like between 17 and like 19 16 17 19 to give them the help that they need and the encouragement and to kind of police them or well, not police them that's a bad phrase <laughs> it's a bad word right now but to create the village that it's going to take to help push you to your be your best damn right you so know get them before vh1 does basically got it thank you for absolutely so you that should be your bio. that's a tagline I'm, right. I'm gonna give you credit that's gonna be it get that's before VH1. Yes. but just to give them that feeling of like man i don't have to be a singer or you know or any of the things that anyone's telling me to be and it, no matter how many people around me are telling me that that's not my destiny my mom has six kids at the time my family trajectory should be i should have about six kids now <laughs> And I should be living in the hood. Like, you know, and no disrespect to anyone who is, but I just didn't want to follow that path. You know, I have friends who were 15 years old, got pregnant, and and I just didn't want to do that. You know, I was like, I want to do better. I want to do more. I don't know how, you know. So going to that course gave me a way out, gave me somebody to be able to call and be like, so I'm going for a job interview. How do I speak? Right. What do I wear? What do I look like? What, what do I say if they say this? And they undermine me or they talk to me crazy how do i not slap him <laughs> you know? so that's my whole that's thing valid. with this it's it's real and valid and you know so that's what we try to do we have about we the first year we took 17 kids to senegal which is where my parents are from wow my mom's from. and they did a course for the first six months and then at the end of the course they went to senegal and that's the whole to give them travel give them experiences that no one they'll never get on their own because no one's willing mm-hmm. to spend that money or take that time or talk to them you know you're right. like a pretty young British Principal Clark. <laughs> like a lady Principal right. Clark. The doors, the chains off the doors. I grew up in the hood and I saw a lot of girls get pregnant as mm. um, teenagers in high school and stuff like that. And I really feel like had they had, you know, somebody that should just else. show them that there was a world outside right. of, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma, then, right. you know, maybe they can start dreaming something bigger for themselves than what they currently see themselves in so i think that's great that's fantastic and it's not just about you know being pregnant there's people girls who ain't pregnant or guys right it's just about situations yeah anything i think we can all help each other and if i'm able to help and for this year we've um sponsored two kids to stay in college so Mm -hmm. we've been paying for their semesters per year as they go around and all they have to do is volunteer and mentor somebody else that's kind of what we ask them to do you know, just to give back, just to keep paying it forward, because right. it's just about helping. You know, that's the that's the bottom line. Putting good shit awesome. in the universe. That's dope. Yeah. And Stevens, no, okay, <laughs> Stevens, it was wide open. <laughs> Such a so, what else do you want to tell um, the, the kids at yes. home about? Uh, before, I mean, we already know True Romance, February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Um, yes, sir. That's coming out February seventeenth. I have a. I'm gonna be on Empire. Oh yes! Shut up! Oh right, in right. March. Yeah. March oh my God, 4th. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. Too. You I'm can't so tell. So us. you know we're like addicted. A <laughs> what can you, a little bit. What can you tell? Us? Well, I sing my single Conqueror. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes someone sense. special. So. You'll oh see my it. God! It's a moment. It's a moment. I bet it's Terrence it's Howard. A <laughs> but listen, I got to act with him, and I was pretty happy with my life Where at that point. It was it was a moment. It was very. Is he like super fine in person? It, you know what? He's 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 good looking. He's yeah. charming. He's a you know. He's charming. He is. He's like an older guy. I want to be in right. Empire so. Bad. I feel like he's like a black Bill Clinton. 
Like, I just feel like he could charm the shit out of anybody he wants. Okay. So, so since me on (laughs) Empire, very soon. You got scarves. Scarves. I do have an accessories line called Soiree. It's my second name, which I decided to start because I like the shit I like and people like some shit I like. And so I figured, damn right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Estelle, thank you so so thank much you for, me. for coming by. And um, the dope ass sweatshirts. Yes, we've got. We're so excited sweatshirts. about this. We'll I say. love it. You can't have because you're <laughs> not here. Because we're friends with Estelle. Um. So yes, make sure that you grab that album. It's yep. going to be great. Make sure that you watch yes. Steven Universe like Please. I do because it's so good. Watch her on Empire. March. I think yes. on March fourth. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited. And, and yes. just support Estelle and her. Oh, okay. your foundation. What's the website? All of foundation all of me foundation yeah. all right foundation. so google that and find out more thanks so yeah. much for coming through thanks for having me thank you for coming thanks it's wonderful Lee. to be here i appreciate you <laughs> we'll be right back you guys hey guys do not forget about bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair just like we have here at the reed this is the first and only shaving system created for men with that particular hair type um created by tristan walker who is a young entrepreneur been blowing up been seeing his name everywhere he found a void in the marketplace for young men of color who needed specific shaving products and he came through Nas is an early investor in the company and it is a great high class experience as far as the shaving products are going it's nothing on the bottom shelf with outdated or unrelatable packaging and it has a great amazing shave kid fury could tell you more about it yes so listen um i was blessed with the bevel razor not too long ago i've told y'all before i am obsessed with it um i like a nice clean shave but i also like to have smooth non-irritated skin and that's what i get with this razor like seriously i'm not reading off of anything i just really really enjoy it and i also didn't know that bevel was like on some like gq lifestyle mm-hmm. influencer kind of it's stuff classy. it's like really classy and just very awesome and black and amazing the product absolutely works i love the way that it looks i love the cream and everything that comes with it just caters to my skin my hair my situation and if that's not dope then i don't know what it is so go and check them out they also did an interview on me so i feel very attached to the product (laughs) no i'm kidding it's really great razor though it's awesome so go and check them out the bevel is amazing they are fantastic it has been clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps and like if you said it comes in completely gorgeous and sexy packaging. You're going to love it. So go to getbevel.com and use code the read to get 20% off your month at getbevel.com. That is G E T B E V E L.com. Shout out to Tristan Walker and your amazing shaving system. We love it over here. You guys are going to love it too. And let's get back to the show. So it's time for some quick letters it is send your questions to gmail.com. and since we did the mailbag episode we've had quite a few updates come in this week are you ready sir yes okay so our first update comes from Dimitri Dimitri is the young man who emailed us about his white boyfriend calling him a nigga and he wanted to know how they would move forward and such as because <clears throat> everyone's still alive um, looks like it. I'm just scanning right now. But it says, it's Dimitri. After listening to y'all's advice, I decided to part ways with my boyfriend. Okay. I also decided to tell my mother about him calling me a nigga. And I made it very clear to her to not inform my father because he is a former Marine. 
Okay. There's that. Well, she snitched anyway, and my dad, with all six of my uncle, wait, is, does this get violent? Wait. Hey. She snitched, and my dad, with all six of my uncles who who have been in the line of service, found themselves at my ex-boyfriend's parents' house. Sure did. I don't know how they knew that he was staying there, but they waxed his ass and pistol-whipped his daddy when he tried to intervene. Okay. Mm. Really? Jesus. Shit happens. Luckily, the police got involved. That's the first time a black person has ever said that. And de-escalated the situation. I have a new lease on life, and I'm looking forward to finding a good black man. I'm too young to be getting married anyway. P.S. We were arguing about inviting his ex. Child, Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you got out of that. What a mess. Um, I can't. I don't. Pistol whip. I can't. <laughs> daddy. Your daddy. I have no comment. First of all, I just. <laughs> because you know what? Like, I'm kind of like on the one hand, it's like, come on, y'all. This is just you can't be going around with pistol whipping people. But on the other hand, your son called my boy a nigga. So he getting this ass whooping and you getting it too so it's like i really do see both sides of this shit you know can't we all just get along no we all cannot sure can't we have another update um this week like i said we have two and this one is from the or three this one's from the young lady who had the problem with her dog and the or the boyfriend's dog and he was letting the dog in the kitchen and shit while he was cooking and she was just oh that nasty ass nigga that doesn't understand like (laughs) okay yeah yeah she said thanks for responding y'all i already have an update last week after i confronted my boyfriend and telling him not to cook for me he got offended so offended that we didn't talk for five days Okay. I decided to fall back and not hit him up first because we've had this conversation before and I let him know how I felt so he should have respected what I said. Anyway, he conveniently texted me just two days before his birthday and he came over on his birthday. Oh, wait, no. So he comes over for his birthday and we're getting ready to go out for brunch. He's attempting to post a pic to Instagram and when his photo album opens up, I see a pic of some girl. I calmly asked who it was and he said his coworker. And I said, okay, why do you have her pic saved in your phone? And you know this nigga had the audacity to respond IDK. <laughs> Jesus. Y'all, I fell the fuck out. I'm like, how you don't know? And then come up with some story about how he sent it to one of his friends trying to hook them up. If I ask why some bitch that is not me, your mama or your that sister in your phone. Such a bad lie. IDK is never an acceptable answer. God blocked it. <laughs> Here I was about to spend my hard-earned money on this nigga going to brunch and dinner and all this other shit. I told that nigga happy birthday and goodbye. Not to mention those five days he wasn't contacting me. I was offered a new consultant position at a new company, meaning I'll be traveling for work 100% of the time. And, you know, a bad bitch happily ever after. I'll only be able to come home for a few days each month, if that. And I believe everything happens for a reason. And God is preparing me for bigger and better. P.S. He did let the dog go in the bathroom, too, which I also thought was gross. But he didn't kiss him or share a bed. I love you guys. Don't ever stop. My goodness, what? Do you shower with the damn dog, too? So in Do the they sp- share macaroons and o- OJ and like, sip mimosas together on I'm just Sunday? so good. Do they dine with one another? Do he and the dog sit and consult about life? Do they share popcorn over episodes of Six Stock Feet Under? portfolios. <laughs> this dog is his best fucking... The fuck? Whatever. I'm so glad that you... Um, Managed to catch him. I guess he was cheating on you. I don't know what the fuck that was. I actually don't even know how you saw him posting a picture to Instagram and then saw the other pictures in his camera roll. Remember when Tay and I, we were talking about this and I was saying maybe, you know, 
the nastiness of the dog situation is actually just a red flag letting you know hey <laughs> he's not afraid to munch dog fur okay maybe he right. just doesn't make great choice listen you just have to pay attention to decision making sometimes like the way people process things what else you got oh no i just read the last update it's worse than i thought it would be what letter was it for um well this is from smell and taste so this was the read we thank you all so much for listening <laughs> oh to no you show. don't bitch so it says hey crystal and fury so the acronym for this no, week we're, sure, we're actually not doing B- that yet no it's actually not time for that yet nope it's actually not you tried we're gonna ask you for that because no we're not we don't need the acronym from you right now because it's it's my turn to read the update and it says i'm sorry for being so vulgar with my letter you guys were both right i don't talk to him at all anymore and you damn right you don't it's not over I don't talk to him at all anymore and I try to forget I ever did long story short the reason his parts had such a bad smell oh my god oh my god I can't wait this is not funny it's not funny let me break myself oh my god the reason his parts had such a bad wait 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 wait. I can't wait hold on wait 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 this isn't fair this is not this is like this is cruel than usual punishment had such a bad smell and taste is because he has gonorrhea I'm leaving I'm out I'm not doing this I told him his dick stinks and he got so mad I'm gonna go get tested thanks so much alright so this is the sort of thing that I just don't even are really are you fucking kidding me right now get Crystal? your ass back on the mic this is bullshit who you telling sweetie she is a liar that is the devil that can't inbox so i'm hoping you're trolling us with this because the she is a lie i just don't i really don't want to believe entire lie that you repeatedly put like gonorrhea gonorrhea balls in your mouth i don't know how gonorrhea works but dare you i feel like is there some sort of outbreak or i don't I don't know. I just want to pray for you. You are sorry about being vulgar about your previous letter. I feel like And you then should. you want to tell us that you have been sucking on an STD? You know what? God bless you. God go with you in every yeah. walk of life, madam. Mm-hmm. I have nothing for you. I have zero for you. I don't have it. I cannot even think to reach for a single <laughs> word in my vocabulary and provide it to you. I have nothing for you, nothing for smell and taste. Nothing for gonorrhea. I have nothing for anybody involved in this. Disgust. Fuck. What? Ew. (laughs) All right. Thank you for being so vocal about that. Did you see anything in the inbox that you wanted to talk about? She has been doing (laughs) what? You are a liar. You are a liar. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. You're a lie. That's how I feel about it. And if you really were, you need to consult your nearest physician and a, and a prayer coach. She says she's going to get tested and pray about it and hope she doesn't have anything. Um, And I just feel like, you know what? Okay. I'm just going to let that go. Because you need to sue him. What comfort do we have to offer you, girl? What? There's nothing. There's nothing here. You need a bomb, but it's way over. You wouldn't even have a case if you did sue him. Because I I could represent the fucking... I could go to him and be like, Your Honor, she smelled it and she tasted it anyway. 
Case closed. That's it. You get nothing. Nothing. All right. None. Okay. Zero. So anything. Yuck. <laughs> did you see anything in the inbox or not? You good? Because mine with the shit that I found was about sex too, and I don't even want to think about it. And this well, is some nasty heifer too. This is really all. Never mind. It's not your fault. So that those were the letters because I don't. <laughs> So this week we just have updates because we're not able to do letters this week. Wait, what about, you didn't see, I thought you saw one that you thought was fun and cute. No? Or you just saw Oh, the horror movie one? Yeah. Let's see Okay, so, fuck. I don't even know where it is. There was someone who asked us um, if we were all in a horror movie, You meaning you, myself, Dustin, and Asante. Okay. Who would die first and who would be the one in the end who who what? was covered in soot and speaking to the police? I don't know. It was such a good letter. Oh, so you did all this off the top of your head. I'm sorry. I thought you were reading right now. No, I wasn't. Right. I was scamming, skimming through this inbox trying to find... <laughs> What the fuck I'm talking about because you just blindsided me. Oh, I found it. I blindsided you? The question, um, it says, hey, Kifiri and Crystal. The question popped in my head during last week's episode because I absolutely love when you guys have Dustin and Asante in the studio. This is because nine times out of ten, there are four totally different perspectives to different topics. It's always nice to consider all those perspectives. What I want to know is, if Kifiri, Crystal, Dustin, and Asante were in a horror movie, what do you guys think? who, Who do you guys think would die first? Who would end up standing outside the house wrapped in a blanket with dirt on their face answering all the police questions in the end? And also, who do you think would be doing random shit in the middle, like trying to kill others or run away alone? Thanks, Deidre, I think. Okay. Deidre. Deidre. So, wait. Who would be standing in the middle trying to kill other people? Who would die first? Who would live? And who would be like... Lord. uh, I don't know. The faith. The faith. <laughs> Fuck that has been to do something really weird in the middle. It fucks everybody's life up. I don't know. I you would live. I feel like I would too. You would be the one who would live. I feel like I would survive pretty long. I would probably die first. That's the same thing I would say. No shade. Okay. I just think you would die first. Thanks. You just. I mean, I don't. Okay. I just. I'm thinking about it, and I. Just, Alrighty. <laughs> I mean, you said it like. It always hurts when you're not the one that says it. That's fine. How dare you? I even let you say it first because I didn't want to say it first. I probably would, but it's fine. I mean, it just is what it is. I think if anybody could like be the one to just kind of come through and and help kill other niggas or like keep us safe as long as possible, that would definitely be Dustin. Like, I'm not sure if that's what that person was saying or, you know, and then I think I heard something about running away. And I think if anybody got a chance to, like, get away and be like, fuck you, bitches, I'm going to safety, then I think it would be Asante. Okay. (laughs) I guess I can see Asante being like, listen, bitch, I have to go home. I have to see my mom Asante would be like, you would look over and be like, oh, my God, where is Asante? (laughs) They got Tay. And that nigga's And then he would call you and be like, girl, I'm at home. (laughs) Like... I didn't know what y'all so were going to do. So I felt the vibe in the room shift, and I said, oh, let me get my ass up. Because I ain't got time for this shit. So that's I, that I think if we were in a scary movie, that's probably how it would go. Or maybe I would just, you know, I just, I don't see myself dying first. I might not last all the way to the end. I might die second to last. 
but I'm not gonna go. For I feel this. like you would have like you would have the scream queen moment at the end where you killed the killer, like within like a battle axe. I'm just gonna go into and you, like, like scream some huge like like some kind of like a lesbian battle cry. Yes, I'm gonna be like in full utilitarian like lesbian battle mode. It's gonna be like okay. like a Xena. Yes, it's gonna be like Xena slash like Laura Croft slash like Sailor Uranus. Not not Sailor not Sailor Uranus because I don't know who that is. Who the is stud that? from Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. The stud. All right, if yeah. you say so. I'm just gonna be like no I'm not fucking dying today. I'm gonna have like my home depot kit in the bag, <laughs> building shelters and shit. I would do whatever the fuck I have to do, but I'm not dying in this white people shit. Like I, I can just see me being like completely resolute about either. that. <laughs> But you know, she sucked his dick with gun. You're still on it. All right, so How we're not. The, what? Okay. The All right. Fuck? So thanks so much for sending your questions to asktherita@gmail.com, and we will be right back. Hey guys, do not forget to check out our awesome, amazing sponsors over at NatureBox. I've seen loads of you. Um, sending us photos of your nature box uh, gifts and prizes and surprises and lovely treats when they arrive. If you don't know, you can go to naturebox.com slash the read. They're an amazing subscription service that send smart, delicious snacks mm-hmm. to your house that you can just chow down on and not feel all bloated and gross about afterwards. Yes. Um, if you go to naturebox.com slash the read, they're offering five free snacks. They've got so many different ones to choose from we're always raving about the sriracha covered cashews but i also love the praline pumpkin seeds and i love the garden tomato crunchies they've got granola they've got almonds they've got oatmeal so much yes and if you're on the go a lot like i am lord knows life can be hectic and it can be hard to make good um, snacking choices especially if you're like hungry and you just need something right now so head on over to naturebox.com slash the read have it sent straight to the home or office so you have it on deck whenever you are starting to feel a little bit hungry they have over a hundred nutritionist nutritionist sorry approved snacks something for everyone with zero artificial flavors colors sweeteners trans fats and zero high fructose corn syrup so again naturebox.com slash the read for your five free snacks head on over there let them know that the read sent you and keep sending us those pictures yes those pumpkin seeds are so good yum go try them out and let's continue the show so it's time for the read yes it is do you want to go first yeah just because you brought it up and i had actually completely forgotten about it and there's so much real shit to cuss out this week well um, empire is on and i dvr'd it so if okay. we could just well i mean so since you dvr'd it that means you can watch it whenever okay um but what i was gonna say is that iggy azalea is a fucking idiot <laughs> right okay. and iggy azalea is the type of idiot who it's like even when she's right you still have to be mad at her or pissed off or annoyed by her because why is she so goddamn stupid so this is what happened Iggy Azalea ordered a pizza from Papa John's (laughs) which is a mistake a lot of people make now I admit 
to eating Papa John's mostly because it was like the only pizza spot in the neighborhood. And, and I was, mean, come on. I mean, and good. when I was on college, when I was in college, it was on campus, so of course everybody ate there. But it's not no sis. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not the best pizza exactly, in the world. And you live but in fucking good. New York, yes, New York, where you can get better. one slice oh. of pizza for a dollar that is better than an entire pie. At Papa yes, John's. now just, I'm just saying, Papa John's is just a shit individual. Papa John's, yes, he's a he's a shit person okay. and that makes it easier to shit on his sugary ass pizza okay. but when it's all this in the hood then it's all this in the hood anyway Iggy Azalea who is a rich white bitch with options okay ordered from Papa John's and she didn't just order from Papa John's like Iggy Azalea who is right now and probably for the next 20 to 30 minutes a global superstar Iggy Azalea who is on Every magazine, every website, every celebrity entertainment news thing. You cannot go anywhere without seeing her fucking face. Iggy Azalea ordered a pizza, gave them her real fucking phone number, and evidently was the bitch to answer the door and, like, sign for the order. So, listen. This sounds like not a big deal if you're a regular-ass person because you do this every day. But if, if the entire fucking country... Knows your name, face, your real voice, your voice you use when you're rapping. They've seen your before pictures <laughs> when you had the when you didn't have the ass and now you do. We've seen your videos from when you thought you wanted to be Britney and then you decided rap was going to be the avenue to go down. Like we know who the fuck you are, Iggy Azalea. Why would you give your real ass telephone number to a fucking teenager who delivers pizza? Like, why are you even the bitch answering the door? You mean to tell me of all the useless groupies and fuck niggas and bitches who do hair, everybody around you, nobody else could have put their phone number into the fucking app? Nobody else could have answered the door? So, because Iggy Azalea is a huge star and some idiot ass teenager recognized her dumb ass while delivering her pizza her fucking cheese pizza this bitch got on twitter and tweeted papa john's and was like i can't believe your employee (coughs) came through here and dropped off my pizza and then gave my phone number out to all his friends and i've been getting texts all day and attach a screenshot from some kid who's like oh my god i love you i can't believe this is really you okay so listen Iggy Azalea has a point. Papa John's, this was fucked up. A customer's personal information should not be shared like that. And Papa John's was trying to like joke with her about it and she was very serious. And okay, I get it because I would be mad too. But I would never be so goddamn stupid as to give my real fucking number to a delivery place and then answer the door as if I am not a famous fucking person. Like I don't I don't get it. Even when I'm ordering lunch at work, I use my Google Voice. Like, this is why God made Google Voice. But even if you cannot be bothered to remember your Google Voice phone number, do you really mean to tell me that Iggy Azalea has no assistant or hype man <coughs> or a boyfriend or fucking anybody? You don't have a cousin or a best friend from home who ain't got shit else to do or like Melissa or anybody. You don't have no body in your life number nobody who could have answered the fucking door for you how fucking stupid can you be so no bitch the the dumbass delivery driver should not have passed out your number and yes it sucks that now you have to get a new phone number at papa john's and everybody else on the internet is laughing at you but maybe you ought to take a good hard look at yourself and say what the fuck did i think was gonna happen stupid ass bitch stick your face in a beehive and then be wondering why you walk away stung like 
I don't have time for personally. Her I get uncomfortable when they ask me if I have a Dwayne Reed card. Do you? And do you get my <laughs> and if you because then they're like, if you don't have one, you can just put your, your number in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mind your business. Oh, when I signed up for Dwayne I Reed, I gave them nobody. my Google Voice. Like I do not fuck around about my fucking and phone number. I ain't. And I ain't nobody. nobody. So I don't see how you can be Grammy nominated. Not you didn't win none, but all right. You can okay. be Grammy nominated and, and, and be this huge fake white rap hope and really think that you can order a pe- a cheese pizza from Papa John's and with your real fucking phone number and nothing's gonna happen with that. Like you really thought that. You're a fucking idiot. And there's so many people I could have read in place for t- I think I got enough reads for the next month. Cause the next Azealia is next week. But anyway, I'm done. That's my read. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. What's yours? <laughs> so, <laughs> my read is going to go out to, and Lord help me through it, because I'm in, in need of a nap. But, Ciao. my read is going to go out to the International Little League group of America, whatever the oh fuck you call them. Oh, my God. Little League International, Lonely Worldwide, whatever the fuck you call them. And um, the Evergreen Park Little League Vice President Chris James. Any and everyone else who had anything to do with Jackie Robinson West being stripped of their Little League World Series title. Woo! These kids... um, from Southside Chicago. I'm not sure if all of you remember last summer we were all like super hype um cuz this like all black group. It's okay. You okay? I'm all right. <laughs> this all black little league group had won the World Series and all of that. Um you know, it was just like an exciting moment for right. black kids, for black people, exactly. for you know, just like a really great moment for these kids. Um, and especially, you know, being black youth from Southside Chicago, like moments like that are very, very important because they say, look, like, you know, like sometimes black kids, especially in a certain environment, they need to like go through things they need for they need to be pushed and shown that they are worthy of you know of of recognition and that they're important and that they can do great things because they just are automatically placed into the mindset that they ain't worth shit and they can't offer the world anything and they can't do anything because that's just the way that this society is built anyway so they won that title last summer and now they have been stripped of the title because some real angry petty white folk <laughs> from a neighboring league um, and I guess some other little places in little league I don't know the executive branch the capital I don't know whatever the fuck you call the little league shit jurisdictions yeah them hoes perhaps they went to the tippity top of this tree and uh, have complained saying that the the team should be disqualified Jackie Robinson West should be disqualified because they broke the rules by having players from uh, having players that were ineligible 
due to the region that they lived in. Like basically, they, lived they the didn't suburbs. qualify to play on their team because they weren't from the region that qualified as Jackie Robinson West or what have you. Mm-hmm. So they like really like went to the books about it and, and must have been digging since last summer trying to find some sort of information to take this title away from these right, white kids. Right. And what uh um these black kids, what really annoys me about it is that it's kind of like smeared in all of this fake um concern or sympathy like it's just really sucks that the the kids have to go through this and it's just all the adults faults that they're having to you know experience this loss but rules are rules and blah 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 cut the fucking shit now listen if there were um presidents vice presidents coaches whoever in this group for the for jackie robinson Mm -hmm. that knew that they were breaking the rules and did whatever the fuck they took that chance and they got caught for what for it but my thing is let's not sit up here and act like this is just some unheard of shit right like let's get down to like the denominator here, the common <laughs> one. Because I also read that the only other times there have been like, I think it's, this is the third time I think so too. in Little League history mm-hmm. that this has happened where a team had to vacate their title or whatever because, and the first time it was a Filipino team in like 92. Yeah. And then it was a bunch of Latin kids from the Bronx in like 2001 or something Mm. like that. Mm. And now it's these black kids from Southside Chicago. So you mean to tell me and offer similar things. Somebody was too old or too young or didn't live where they said they lived or whatever the fuck. So now some random ass fucking team, Mountain Ridge, whatever the fuck in Las Vegas, a whole bunch of white faces. They are getting this title a whole almost year later. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of, like, come on. First of all, if it was all of that, why the fuck are you just now finding this out? How the fuck did they manage to beat you and you and you and you and advance to here and advance to there and all of this and win this fucking title and the whole summer comes by and now you're coming here with this information? Like, if they were breaking some sort of rules or whatever, or if they weren't playing, like, you should have caught that ages before. Like, you should, like that right. should have been addressed already. Like, they won this motherfucking title. They got their award. Like, they won. That wasn't a... Mo- why, why would you... You're taking that away from children. Like, mm-hmm. from kids. You know what I'm saying? At the very least, it, like, if... You really wanted to be petty about it because let's not even sit up here and act like there ain't no white ass teams around here who have got kids on their teams that don't live where the fuck they say they live mm-hmm. or that don't. So I'm shit. I'm surprised plenty of these little white little league players ain't fucking taking enhanced drugs. Like I wouldn't be fucking surprised if they are out here swallowing fucking tablets to make them run around on the field like Sonic the goddamn Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like. Cut the fucking shit. Cut the right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a problem because of who the who it is that's playing. Right. That's it. You're that's mad all they it beat is. You. You're mad that these black kids beat you. You're yeah. mad that these black kids came out here on this motherfucking field and they show their athletic asses off, off mm-hmm. as they always fucking do and they beat you. That's what it is. And you right. and what's worse is the snitch won even mm-hmm. in the World Series. They were probably just more mad that they didn't make it there. So, like... You're really taking a moment away from kids because you're just so p- pissed that these little black kids, had they been a white team, 
No one would have been looking up no damn dirt. They would have just been some really fucking awesome kids, and that's just the thrill of the damn game or whatever the fuck, like... I mean, since it's so shit. serious, then let's go ahead and run background checks on every kid let's go in every Little League. Since every, it's that serious. Right. Since it's that fucking important. Since it's so serious that a whole fucking year later, you would be like, hey, let's take this title that these kids bust their ass off for. And like that really like. So you're basically you're telling them now that they're cheaters, mm-hmm. that they're liars, that they don't deserve shit. Like, and you don't even give a fuck. And what's worse is had they been your team, no one would say anything. You would be fighting. You would be arguing. You would be like, you, no one would, mm-hmm. those kids, those kids could have never said, Oh, they've got kids on their team that play or that live in a, a in the suburbs. They got kids on their team that are too old or they got kids on their team with Popeye arms and they're cheating or whatever. Cause they would have looked right back at their black asses and been like, you niggas lost, go the fuck home and get better next year. And maybe you can win. Like that's what it would have like. I just feel like it's so fucking petty and it's disgusting to strip a title from these kids that regardless of where they live, they work their asses off for you and they beat you. Like what was it was like 43. Right, and they whooped your ass. They fucked you up. You weren't gonna win, regardless of what. Like they won, and it was they like just three beat you, kids girl. from the suburbs. The rest of the team, you know, I guess lived in whatever area they were supposed to live in, and these other three kids lived in a different area. And so all of a sudden, it is just like such a terrible, horrible thing that kids from the suburbs are playing with kids who, you know, are in a different jurisdiction or whatever. And so now we need to take the title away from the kids. Just take it all away. They could no, have no, been fair, born fair, cheating, cheating, and this, this, this. They could have been born. By a river in a little tent. <laughs> okay. They fucking beat you. Yeah. And they earned it. Period. It's so fucking petty and it's disgusting that you would go after a whole bunch of little kids that like deserve some shit like that because like of some petty shit that ain't even got to do with you, bitch. Like nothing even to do with you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Chris Janes and whoever the fuck else took glee in taking that moment away from those kids. And then lying and covering it in false fucking sympathy, which a bitch made asses. You have a special spot in hell with some Tabasco sauce in your ass, ho. <laughs> that was so great. I mean, it was, but it was deserved. I just couldn't stop. I couldn't, it wouldn't stop. And I just, I feel like this story is so much deeper than just what is really there. I was reading, there's this person on Twitter. His Twitter handle is the boy Illinois. And I guess he's from this same area and actually grew up playing little league in chicago and he was saying how um different baseball parks and like safe places for kids to play have been like shut down and stuff and so eventually you know the kids who play kind of all congregate in one area or another because there's nowhere else for them to go especially in fucking summertime chicago you know you need your kids somewhere fucking safe so and if you don't have safe spaces open for children then they go where they have to go and so if these kids are going around and this is coming from somebody who grew up playing little league baseball in this area and knows these teams if these kids are going around to other places just trying to go where they the fuck they can be safe you know and and do something with themselves during the summertime or after school or whatever the fuck else then how can you be mad when they come together and play on a team and then beat your ass oh because they beat your ass because they were black children and they won and so you're mad about it all right well fuck y'all so that's mine i'm finished all right so that wraps up (laughs) i love it thank you so much i was actually going to do that one till you brought up iggy azalea's ass and then it made me mad all over again so 
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at This Is The Read. Um, check out thisistheread.com for a link to every episode. Um, host bios and a link to all of our guests and all kinds of stuff. You can see um, where we'll be next. Speaking of which, today we are at Virginia Tech University. Um, so actually, I don't think it's Virginia Tech University. I think it's just Virginia I Tech. I think it's just Virginia I think Tech. it's just Virginia Tech. So, uh, go Hokies, and we'll see y'all tonight. What's a Hokie? Hokies. Like a sandwich? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I'm going to let you ask that at the show, and, and you're going to see what they say. Okay. <laughs> but you ask them if, if Hokie is a sandwich and see what happens. Is this like their bird or like their it's little like their, sports their mascot. thing? <laughs> whatever all right um do you have any other news or announcements or such as so listen i just want to say that i'm going through it like i am having a creative meltdown right now you are yes are you having like a do you are you having like a, a moment do we need to like no i'm not having like a moment okay i'm just like i don't know why i just felt the need to say that but i'm just <laughs> working at some like new things mm-hmm. i'm kind of in like a cocoon right now i feel the same way emotionally and um, not really just, not just emotionally, but like literally like in my like work, like my career, like I'm doing brand new things. I'm working on a lot of new things I'm going to be expressing. I'm just doing things. Okay. And so I don't know what the, uh, what the, what it appears to be looking. I like, I don't know what people think I'm doing. Cause I know I haven't really being like been on youtube like that and i don't know i, don't I just feel kind of like right <laughs> i feel like i guess i'm trying to say that i just feel like a little detached from you know like my normal way of doing things like okay. I'm not, i just want i guess to express to people that like right now in my life I'm working on like a lot of new things that i'm excited about but also kind of afraid and like writer's block like there's just a lot going on and so this is the year of new things Mm -hmm. and hopefully i can just find like lots of encouragement and inspiration and stuff because i just feel like i'm it i don't know maybe it's like a creative thing Mm -hmm. maybe it's just maybe like other creative artists i feel like understand probably most people can understand how you feel about that it's just like I'm like I feel like I'm on anyway. This doesn't have anything to do with y'all. So um, <laughs> okay, well thanks for the update. Thank you so much for listening to whatever the fuck that was. Thank you Estelle for coming through. Um, Make sure y'all get True Romance out on February seventeenth. Yes, um, and yeah. Um, <laughs> Are the you done? Acronym or? Okay. will be N M. GM. All right. Not even. No more good mornings. No more gonorrhea mouth. Oh my How God. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? Right into this goddamn show <laughs> with that nastiness. I'm leaving. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out. Yada yada. 
and bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.